you see the injury report so far this week? Uh, DeMarco, I saw that, and DeMarco Murray's injured. Um, I heard, though, that he didn't even walk to the cart because it was 50 yards away, and he didn't want to double his output for this season by walking from the injury to the cart to wheel him off the field. <laughs> yeah, I would not doubt that. Actually... I think floppy sleeves tried to try to give him a piggyback right over there. Same <laughs> for floppy sleeves. Turtle floppy sleeves. I like that. Is that talk with a couple of goobs? Is that talk cause the name starts with NZ? Is that talk with a couple of goobs? Fantasy football mateys that understand. Hello and welcome to the EZ Talk Fantasy Football Podcast, featuring Eric Lee and Zach G. Coming to you from the EZ Talk Studios in Ohio. What is up, all you goobers out there in Fantasyland? This is Eric Lee and Zach G on the mic. We got our producer B Shape in the house. We are coming at you live from Easy Talk Studios. This is the third installment of our weekly podcast. Let's run down the news. Let's start with injuries, and there has been a lot of them. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Victor Cruz, Eric Decker, Lamar Miller, LaShawn McCoy, DeMarco Murray um, is getting an MRI on his hamstring, and uh, Drew Brees says he's going to play but he looks pretty banged up. So you want to keep an eye on those guys. And if you're a Todd Gurley owner, um, some fairly decent news. Um, he's been taken off the injury report. He's been, uh, they're saying week to week and kind of a game time decision. He's back practicing full. And uh, Coach Fisher said, hey, he's just going to play when we're ready. So we're hoping in that's sooner than later. And also Tony Romo, broken collarbone, no surgery, but he's going to be out two months. Um, let's look at some uh, some big news already that's happened in the NFL season, and uh, it's Tom Brady's huge start that's at the top of the list. 754 passing yards, seven touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 70% completion percentage. Um, Tom Brady is he's on his way to a record-breaking year, and um, kind of on the opposite end of that is the uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback situation. Even though Johnny Manziel had a very exciting game Sunday. Impressive um, week. Yeah, it was, it was fun to watch, especially being from Ohio. But despite that game, Johnny is not going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, Luke McCown uh, has been cleared by the doctors, and they're going to give the starting nod to him. And uh, let's move over to the other side of the ball and talk about the Jets' defense. Have you seen them? Revis Island is for real. The hype is real on Revis Island. He is back and better than ever. No joke. Ten takeaways in two games. And you know what they say. In the NFL, if you have a good defense, you're going to be in every single game. So that, that's a very good sign for Jets uh, players moving into your fantasy lineups. They have, that defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. And uh, really quick. Really quickly, I want to uh, run down the top 10 fantasy scores so far in the season. You're going to notice something crazy here. Number one, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Carson Palmer, Antonio Brown. Then you got Gronk. You got Aaron Rodgers. Then you got Travis Benjamin. Then you got Tyrod Taylor, Julio Jones, and Andy Dalton. Not one single running back in the top 10 so far. Wow. And... Um, Cam Chancellor is back for Seattle. He might play this week. And honestly, um, I could care less. And the most exciting news we have is this. Hey, something that you guys want to know about. The podcast is now officially legit. 
We are approved by iTunes. You can get us on the internet. You go to the iTunes Podcast Center. You search for Easy Talk Fantasy Football Podcast. You're going to find us. It's going to give you a little bit of an edge above the rest of the competition. You know everybody in your league listens to Matthew Barry. They're searching ESPN. But here you got a resource that comes out of nowhere, gives you some deep sleepers, gives you some plays that can give you the, the edge in your regular leagues and your daily fantasy leagues. So keep an eye out for that. Go ahead and download. It's going to be released every Friday morning, so you'll have a chance to listen before the Sunday's games. Now we're going to go ahead and move into our favorite part of the show, um, the Sleepy Sneaky Picks. Ask if you want me for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. All right, our favorite part of the show, the Sleepy Sneaky Picks. We're going to hit you up with some new picks that are going to allow you to have that edge in your league. And I'm going to start it off with the wide receiver out of Houston, Cecil Shorts the third. Nice. Cecil Shorts the third has been on the sleeper list every year since his rookie year. I've tried to cash in on my man CS so many times. I'm hoping it pays off. Hey, I think this is the year. Listen to me. Through the first two games, he has 10 receptions on 20 targets. The Texans are finally settling on a QB, so there's going to be more mm-hmm. consistent opportunities for Cecil Shorts III to actually get some action, get some passes, and get some more touchdowns. He's got to get that going. He's done in the past. We've seen it, so we know he can do it again. And this week they're playing Tampa, who is the 21st-ranked defense against the pass. I think this is a big week for Cecil Shorts III, so if you're looking for a daily fantasy value or if you're looking for somebody to store in your bench for your league, he might be your guy. Speaking of uh, the Texans' quarterback situation, I'm going to talk about Ryan Mallett. Um, I think he is uh, just this week. It's a bold play. It's a bold play, but I think he could go for 25 points uh, this week because Tampa Bay gives up, um, yeah, they give up a lot, a lot of yards in the passing game. Um, last week, Mallet had, I think, 58 attempts. Now, the thing with Mallet is he's absolutely horrible when he's under pressure. So if Tampa Bay uh, is able to pressure him, he's going to have a rough day, but I don't think they're going to be able to do that. And I think, I really think he'd go for 25 this week. So he's kind of just a one and done for me. Okay, I, I, can, I can respect that. I don't like that call for a league, but for a fantasy or daily fantasy, he might be somebody that could jump in there. I'm going to go ahead and go over to Atlanta, the running back there, Devontae Freeman. Uh, Tevin Coleman, Tevin on Earth, is out. Uh, got a rib injury, so he's going to be out for a few weeks. It's Devontae Freeman's game right now. He's going to be the one who's been getting almost all of the snaps. He was already used as the passing down back before, and we know one thing about the Falcons. They love to throw the ball, so he was already getting a lot of playing time. 15, he was averaging 15 touches a week in the first two weeks, and he wasn't even the starter. So I look for him to get a lot of touches and have a lot of opportunity to play. He's going to get a lot of checkdowns, and that's the guy that's going to be um, able to bring you some fantasy points, especially in daily fantasy. He's a great value, so I would I would look for him getting a full workload as one of your players this week. Yeah, I agree with that. And this next guy I'm really, really high on, that's Eric Ebron, the Lions tight end. Um, the first two weeks, he's uh, he's been targeted 15 times. He's got nine receptions and two touchdowns. And actually, in week two, um, he saw twice as many targets as he did in week one. So they're getting more comfortable with using him in the passing attack. And he's just a very, very athletic tight end. And in the past, he struggled with the drops. And I'm noticing he's not dropping the ball as often, which I think 
Um, they're, Stafford's going to feel, feel more comfortable looking his way. Um, and last week, not that they were huge numbers, but 5 for 43 with one touchdown. I think Ebron has long-term fantasy value. I like that pick, and what I would say about that, it's a touchdown in each game. It's not just one game where you had a fluky two-touchdown game like you'll see sometime throughout the season. This is one touchdown per game. He's, he's a consistent red zone target, so I like that call. All right, I'm going to give you a kind of rattle off a few daily fantasy, FanDuel, DraftKings, whatever you play, um, players that you can sneak in there. And these guys I like to give you are value plays. So if you're loading up on wide receiver and you're looking for a cheap running back or if you're loading up and running back and you're looking for a cheap wide receiver, these are some guys that you can look at. So I'm going to hit you with a couple quarterbacks first off. Derek Carr from Oakland had a great game last week. Yeah, he did. He put up the numbers. He's only $6,600 in FanDuel. Also, Jameis Winston, he's another cheap one. So if you're looking for that cheap quarterback, Jameis Winston is $6,500. Going into the running back section for Daily Fantasy, I really like Dexter McCluster. Mm -hmm. He's using the passing game. We've seen that in the past two games that the line there for the Titans is not very strong. Um, there's a lot of short passes and dump-offs to Dexter McCluster. Bishop Sankey's not their guy when they need to pass. So I look for Dexter McCluster to play. And the Colts have given up almost 18 points a game so far to opposing backfields. So McCluster could rumble this week. Yeah, and McCluster's been that guy that could do that. He's played for a couple teams, and he's been he's been in that role, and so he he fits in there well. Reggie Bush is another one, I think. Uh, McCluster, by the way, is 5,400. Reggie Bush is 5,300. Now, the reason I say that is if he's cleared, Carlos Hyde is still dealing with the leg contusion. So Reggie Bush could be the guy this week, and I think that he's got a good matchup. So I wouldn't be afraid to put Reggie Bush out there if you're looking for somebody cheap in that running back role. Um, but monitor his health going into this week to make sure that he's going to be playing. He could be a, your guy. A wide receiver, we've already talked about Benjamin out of Cleveland. Um, he's really cheap, 5600 for a receiver that's put up massive points in the first two weeks. Um, I have a feeling other defenses will be keying in on him now, but... He's one of those guys, if you're looking for somebody that's on the cheap, you can get him. And also throw out Deion Lewis in there as well, um, the running back from the Patriots. He's another good play, cheap, not as cheap as those other guys, but he's getting a lot of touches. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I definitely want to mention, and someone that we've talked about before on the show, and that's Michael Crabtree. And um, I think I want to move him from the sleeper category into a must-own. I think it's time. Uh, yeah, I think it's time too. He's a great value for daily fantasy, and he he's probably a good flex pet play on most teams because the Raiders are going to be in a lot of high-scoring games. They're going to be behind a lot, and they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. They're going to be passing the ball a ton, and Michael Crabtree is going to see an uptick in targets, and he has sure hands. He has a huge catch radius, huge. If anything is thrown his way, he's going to get a hand on it, and he's probably going to bring it in. And so I'm really liking Crabtree. I think he probably catches eight to nine touchdowns this year. I, I could I could agree with that, especially after last week's game. He really looked good. Actually, both the uh, Oakland receivers look good, Amari Cooper and Crabtree. So I think that those are good plays. Do you have anybody else for the sleepers for this week? Um, if you're desperate, look at Ty Montgomery, especially if Devontae Adams sprained ankles acting up. That's a Green Bay receiver. Um, he, he looked pretty good. They're using him a little more. Uh, he caught all of his targets. He got four of them for 37. That is a very risky play, and I'm only I'm only going to play him if Adams is out. He also is used in the uh, in the return game, so he could he could sneak yeah. on the boards with a touchdown there as well. So maybe somebody to throw on your roster, especially to store if you're looking for a wide receiver depth in a regular league. 
And uh, you might want to take a look at um, Dolphins receivers. I know Jarvis Landry's their big guy out there, but Rashard Matthew, Matthews, he's seen the second most snaps of Dolphin receivers. And last week he had six receptions for 115 yards. Keep an eye on him. Um, he could uh, he could be a big deal in Miami. All right, well, let's jump into uh, the next section where we get to, uh, once again, bring some validity to the stuff that we're saying. All those sleepers we just gave you, here's where we get to tell you what we got right the week before. Now I guess I should listen. All right, I'm going to start off with the tight end out of Washington, Jordan Reed. Last week, he finished 10th overall in the tight end category. Six receptions on six targets for 82 yards. This guy's going to be good. As long as he's healthy, he's somebody that you want to snatch up off the waivers or off a free agency and put him on your team. That's right. You should have listened. I want to start with my man, Big Dave Johnson, the Cardinals running back. Last week, I talked about his big playability, and lo and behold, first touch of the game, opening kickoff, 108-yard return to the house. That's a big play. And he also rushed the ball five times for 42 yards and a touchdown, and he had one reception for three yards. I think he finished with um, about 16 points, so he had a pretty big day, and you should have listened. I'm going to go over and hit up my wide receiver buddy over in Pittsburgh, Darius Hayward Bay. Remember last week, I told you I don't like Marcus Wheaton. He doesn't get off the line. I don't think he has sure hands. I saw a little bit of alligator arms from him, and I really liked what Darius Hayward Bay did the week before. Then you have him come out, four receptions on five targets for 77 yards and a touchdown. He is somebody to keep a hold of. I know that we have some big play coming back with Martavis Bryant, but I think you want to keep your hands on the man in Pittsburgh, Darius Hayward Bay. You should have listened. I'm going to move on to my wide receiver call, and that's Dante Moncrief out of Indianapolis. And who would have thought that the bright spot on the Colts offense would go to Moncrief? He had seven receptions for 122 yards and one touchdown. He's been maybe the lone bright spot in that offense so far. You should have listened. I still hope that they get Andre Johnson going. I think I don't think his time is up yet, but... I hope so, too. He's on my team. I love him. I love him. <laughs> All right. This is my other call that I had last week. The running back from Buffalo, Carlos Williams. He is so far the 15th ranked running back in fantasy football. He is a good daily fantasy play as well if LaShawn McCoy is out with a hamstring injury, which is what we've heard from the locker room there. So I would keep an eye on him, and I would definitely keep him on your bench. He's somebody to keep around. Last week, had a pretty good game, six rushes for 21 yards and a touchdown. Nothing big, but he's still outscoring LaShawn McCoy on almost one quarter of the touches. So he's a guy that I would, I would not hesitate on keeping on my bench and maybe even playing in Daily Fantasy this week. Yeah, no joke. You should have listened. In this week's game preview, we're going to take a look at the game between the Cowboys and the Falcons. Both teams are sitting at 2-0, so one team's going to remain undefeated. That's kind of why we chose this game. And uh, it's going to be a home game for the Cowboys. It's going to be down in Dallas. Hey, you know, it's, it is a home game, but believe it or not, Dallas has the worst home crowd. Um, it's proven. They've said it. Dallas does not have an advantage when they play there. And we know that Matt Ryan plays really well at home, so he might feel like he's at home in Dallas. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I would not be surprised if Matt Ryan lights up Jerry World. 
And speaking of Jerry World and Jerry Jones, I uh, heard him talk about Brandon Whedon, the Cowboys' starting quarterback this week, because Romo's out, obviously, with that broken collarbone. And uh, Jerry is just talking Whedon up like crazy, like he's Dan Marino or something. And look, obviously I know Whedon's an NFL quarterback, but he's not going to perform the way I think Jerry thinks he is. And uh, they even went and traded for Matt Castle. And let me tell you why I think they did that. Because if Whedon is stinking it up in the Cowboys bye week, they're going to make a change. They're going to move Castle in there and get ready. So Let's uh, not forget, too, that Brandon Whedon was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> they're notorious for drafting all-star quarterbacks. So, you know, he could be that guy. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll just keep a close <laughs> eye on it. Um, what's some of the top storylines? What's some things to know in this game? Who to watch? What's fantasy relevant? Um, first, I want to start with this. Here's here's the name of the game for the Falcons. How in the heck are they going to stop Julio Jones? I don't think there's a way to stop Julio. I don't know um, if there I, is. I don't know that I don't know that any defense out there can. Maybe if we get a matchup of the Jets and the Falcons, maybe Revis can hold him. But I don't think that anybody can stop Julio. And I think that opens up a lot of the field for some other players. Roddy White had zero points last week. I think he might bounce back and have a decent week this week. And you know, with Tevin Coleman going down. Um, Devontae Freeman, like we said, is using the passing game. I expect them to be airing it out a lot, and there's going to be a lot of yards for Matt Ryan to gobble up. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. And I am I am almost even considering the Falcons' D. When I think about weeding the starting quarterback, when I think about the injuries, um, I know Atlanta has a really improved pass rush this year, and they're going to be all over Whedon. And... Uh, I think Atlanta's D could put up some points this week. And um, also, that means it's going to be run heavy on the Cowboys side. Randall and McFadden, I think, are going to see a lot of carries. And just, I'm, I'm kind of hoping they capitalize. You, I could see Dunbar getting in that game, in the passing game, those short passes for Whedon. Um, I don't know if there's a wide receiver I really like in Dallas right now. Is there somebody that you... I mean, we got Terrence Williams, we got Cole Beasley. I know Cole Beasley got a, um, a decent amount of the targets once Whedon got into the game. Not a lot from Romo, but when Whedon got in there, Cole Beasley got some targets. So he could be a guy, but really, I'm, I'm holding on all the receivers. Um, any news about Jason Witten? I mean, what do you think on him? Well, um, it appears that Jason Witten has sprained everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, two ankles, possibly a knee. But here's what I know about the Witt man. Um, he's tough as nails, so he might hobble out there and try to play. I just don't think he's going to be very effective. And here is, if you're the kind of fantasy player that really likes to roll the dice, I'm going to give you someone to roll the dice on, and his name is Gavin Escobar. Um, i seen him, i seen Romo try to throw a back shoulder fade to him. Des Bryant style. Des Bryant style, a la Des Bryant. And it didn't happen. But the Cowboys like Escobar near near the end zone. He's just tall. He has long arms. He can uh, he he might get a touchdown catch this week. Hey, and you know another sleeper pick on that on the other side of the ball, Leonard Hankerson. Through the first two games, he has eight receptions on 15 targets and one touchdown. Obviously, they're playing the Cowboys this week. I think they're going to be passing the ball a lot. There's a lot for those defensive backs to key in on, so Leonard Hankerson could get some play and could be somebody that you could uh, maybe play in a daily fantasy for cheap. So keep him on the radar. Um, anything else notable before we move into uh, just a sneak peek into the Hometown Heroes Leagues and get that a little updated? No. Let's roll. I like it. 
so going into our Hometown Heroes League, we're just going to give you a brief update. We've got Andy Kretz coming on live next week to uh, give you a little bit of uh, insight into how he plays fantasy football. But we just want to give you a rundown of the league and what's going on so far. And speaking of Dandy Andy, he's one of the teams that's 0-2. Him and Roy Jeknavorian, both teams are 0-2 having a tough time to start off the season. Um, sure. If we look at the top of the standings, an old familiar face, the Royal Rich Rods are out there again, 2-0. And then we got the rookie, our producer, B-Shape, a Peterson, a Peters on your Skeeter, whack it off. Yeah. B-Shape's over here sitting at 2-0. So that's kind of where the uh, where the lay of the land is. Everybody else is in the middle at 1-0, so, or 1-1. So we've got a little bit of a spattering there. Um, I would like to give a special shout out to uh, two fantasy teams this week that just went above and beyond. And of course I'm talking about Eli's Dirty Landry and the Intolerable Sterlings, which is also about two years old, um, <laughs> uh, past relevancy, uh, that talking about really, a million. Really, that and uh, I just want to throw this out into the fantasy atmosphere. I scored more points than both of your teams put together. I think I outscored both of your teams by 50. And he's not even talking about fantasy football. He's literally talking about he outscored them by himself in a pickup game of flag football. That's how bad their teams are. And they, I mean, really, I guess, I guess what I would say is they don't understand that a bench is a bench and your starters are your starters. You actually have to take them and click on them and hit move and put them into your starting lineup. Um, it's it's hard to understand, but being a player in the league for like nine years, I figured these guys would get it. But hey, you know, to each his own. Literally, my flex running back, D'Angelo Williams, <laughs> scored almost as much as Eli's Dirty Landry. I think it was 33, and Williams had 28. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad. Hey, you know what, guys? Thanks for stopping by. Look for the podcast again next Friday. We're going to sign out from here, but remember, the Easy Talk Fantasy Football Podcast is where you get the information that you need to thrive in the fantasy world. Later. Yeah.